Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One final segment here on the block. He's Eric Strickland. I'm Austin Norman. Joined in the building by boss man himself, DP. DP, we led the show off today. I was excited about the space from last night. Getting a <laughs> chance to see that. I don't know if I could properly convey my excitement. So thank you for showing us the space. Tell people what that was like last night, getting to show everyone where we're going to be. Yeah, it it it's... The best way to explain it is that you see this thing in your head and then you hunt for things that look similar to it and the things that agree with it. And I just think Nebraska loves its sports and Lincoln specifically loves its sports in full. So some perceptions of how sports is covered here is as a hobby and as a second thing. Um, you know, some people, you know, flagships don't, don't cover sports all day. And the sports fans don't turn off after three hours simply because the stations turn off. So we want to do something in full. And the best place to do it is in the heart of Lincoln. In the middle of where it's going on. Right in the middle of Lincoln um, in a space where we can be accessible, we can be interactive, we can be engaging. Um, and then we put some things in it that were a little different. Um, like if you can come and you want to come and hang out with us, come hang out with us. Like there's, there'll, there'll be a way for that to happen. And I wanted y'all to see it. Like I want, it, it's one thing for me to tell you, but you being in the space now, mm-hmm. you kind of understand what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted everybody to be in the space, get a feel for the room. And then look at it from the inside out, because that's how you're going to see it. Um, getting in front of that window, <laughs> right, is a thing. And then seeing how much space is in there, um, I just thought it was important for folks to see it and to see it now, before as its shell, because we didn't show it to you when it was a mess, because <laughs> it was a mess. Now it's empty. It's a shell. And then you'll be able to go on the journey with us to see what it actually becomes when we open the doors as the official new home of, of 93.7 The Ticket. So Did, I'm, I'm glad that, that, that it landed the way it was supposed to. Yes, sir, Strick? DP, how are you, man? Listen, I'm, I'm um, you know, I, I hate that I wasn't able to, to see it clo- up close and personal, but I still have aspirations to do so even at my leisure. Uh, when time permits, um, being that I've, you know, I've worked in some construction and on sites and seeing how things come from the bottom up, from the wood up, from, you know, the yeah. floor up yeah. type of deal. So I, I absolutely understand what you're saying, but I do want to say this. Um, it, it's, it's proposed that you're going to have multiple studios Yes. for the casual listener, for the casual person. There's some excitement there being that you can come in and have a glass of coffee, being that you can come sit on the porch and, just put your feet up and have a glass of wine or something on Thursday, Thursday, being that, you know, um, being that you have an extra uh, studio for those with aspirations, with desires. What would that look like for someone that just just had a passion, had a desire for this thing, didn't know how to get started, didn't know how to open up? Is that something that's available? Is there block times for when 
the 93.7, the ticket family is only using it. Those like the pancake crew and the gymnastics are using it, so forth. Or, or, or is there a space for young, aspiring men and women that want to get into the podcast space would, would have access to that uh, by way of a fee or something? Yeah, the, the first priority of it is so that the ticket personalities, sometimes the schedule doesn't allow for you to record mm-hmm. when we're live. Like we don't have that, no. you know, we don't have the space for it. Well, now we have the space for it. Uh, now we have a space for, you know, Jay Foreman's project, right, that he can go in and, you know, he wants to light up, you know, Bill's fans for, for an hour or so. He can go in there and do it while we're on air and it's not an issue. Uh, for student athletes to come in and work and learn how to run a board, how to uh, to be in that space, um, we finalized and thought an official uh, University of Nebraska for student athletes and for people in the journalism school and the media school to have a, a, an internship where they can come in and actually get work, and we don't have to do it under live fire and under live bullets. And then yes. Uh, there are businesses that want to promote their businesses and who want to go in and record and um, to do that. Yeah, to have that secondary space that we can do when we're not live. Um, get this actual phone lines that roll over where we could take, you know, 10 or 15 calls at a time. Mm. Right. Strict, Instead of yeah, having a right, one strict. on. Right. I'll be calling you strict. As soon as you want. <laughs> like, what's up? This is Big Daddy from Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome from the east side. You know what I mean? I'm gonna ask you why the point guard keeps it. I'm gonna ask you why the point guard keeps rejecting the pick and roll. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna ask you why would somebody continue to reject the pick and roll because you haven't even used the pick the first time. You know what I'm saying, Strick? I'm gonna just bring I'm just gonna be calling and then I'm gonna find a way to disguise my voice so you don't know who it is because <laughs> He you know, can't. He can't. He can't hide voice. You gonna do a deep fake on me? No, you. you yeah, that's right. Right. I'm a, then if I get get it to where I could like uh, zoom in, I'm just gonna be in the dark room, man. But you know what? See, like Sip and Jake and, and I guess Bill Bush, they don't they don't like my text that I be sending them in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Because they spread that propaganda. I gotta go. I got. I gotta put some raid on that stuff that they put out there, man. <laughs> They don't like me, man. They, I'm like the truth teller, man. I'm like that little dude I seen on the on the internet that was getting hype on the dude talking about Chicago crime, and he's from Indianapolis, so he, he brought out all his articles for a year. He said, you ain't mentioned no crime in Indianapolis, and it went up by 30%, and you the mayor. Shut it down on the internet. That's what I be doing, Strick. But, I'm a, but you know you my oh, boy, yeah. though, so I wouldn't do that to you, though. I just want to know about the pick and Not roll. Not too harsh. Just don't be too harsh. I just want to know why they boy. don't. Why yes, they, he would. I yes, he strict. would. He absolutely <laughs> would. I yes, would. he would. He knows you I know would. DP. If I ever have something, I always text, <laughs> always text Strick. And Strick didn't return he my does. text about the about the neck bones and yams until today. I sent him the, I sent him the thing about neck bones and yams, and he he left me on read for a week, man. Gee, like a I week? See, yeah, man, a like week? I'm like yeah, man, like I'm one of his fans no. or something, man. Dang. No, no, no. He, he got you. No, he, he got yeah. you in the X Files. Yeah, and I don't mean he letter X. No. I mean E X. <laughs> like you got. No. You know what he? Hey, you know what he did? No. DP he ain't got my name saved, so it went to the unknown caller. Right. Like, That's what he did, right. man. Right. Dang. He forgot. He was I like, got the notification today. JF. JF, wait Austin, a minute. And you over there laughing, Austin. <laughs> they don't blatant when they in your face. You know, they like, you know, they just steal on you. You know, they go at you. But then there's that one where they walk by you and they just hit you with that. <laughs> and then they just keep going. <laughs> I know like, he did. Hey, what happened? Like, 
How did this happen? That's the type of stuff they do to yeah. me online. Oh, but, you laughing with hey, it, man. Hey, DP and Jay, they always be doing you, that. It's, it's not our fault you're not here to defend yourself. Hey, hey Strick, I'm going to tell you this, though. <laughs> when, hey, I've seen some videos of them dudes in prison, man. They must be they must be some uh, some mob bosses in there because they eat lobster and steak. I'm like, damn, they ain't better than me. They eat, they're right? Yeah, Shrimp fried rice in there? But I still don't want to go in there. They, I, yeah, they they, they they cooking on cots and stuff. That's all good. I'll wait. <laughs> Austin, go ahead and get that yeah. break in, man. Yep, 10 seconds for ID. Back to Jeff. Sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. So listen, um, real quick, I had something that popped out on me that I, I wanted to throw out. And DP, being that you've traveled the world, I thought about you in this question because you lived in a city that I think would be pretty good for what the, what's going on right now. The AFL, the Arena Football League, just announced that they're returning since 2019. They're returning with not six teams, but with 16. Mm-hmm. And... And I threw out there what 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 types of cities would be a good place, and would this be something that you would be interested in attending yourself, DP, being a, a big sports fan of multiple sports yourself? But the reason I really thought about you because I I thought Salt Lake would be one that I think would be a good spot for it, Salt Lake City. Well, I already did that. Um, the old American Indoor Football League went through, uh, and it. it, it the former Utah Blaze, the Utah Warriors, became the Utah Blaze mm-hmm. once Danny White became the, the 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 owner and the head coach, and so a lot of the staff that was in play, uh, and I did the the announcements for for the Utah Blaze and uh, Utah Warriors, and then when they moved from the smaller arena to the big arena to Delta Center back in the day, and to go indoors officially, they went AFL two. And then they went Arena League One uh, as the Utah Blaze. And as a matter of fact, Mark mm-hmm. Onwaller has a bunch of my gear from the Utah Blaze because I was like, it's in the closet. Nobody's ever going to see it. Um, Utah would be good. I mean, Omaha is in play because of the old Omaha beef um, in that space. Mm-hmm. There are towns that need this additional thing. And to me – Getting into some of these places where they're big cities, there's enough people. Um, it helps if there's a college t- feeder system. Uh, with the Blaze, we had BYU, Utah, Utah State, Weber State. And we were purposeful in bringing in talent so that those college fans immediately connected to the program and got in. Mm. And, 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 well, I mean, if you were to sell tickets, like we're doing business. And some places, like Nebraska, are really particular about you being loyal to, to, to their loves. So if you're going to do it in Omaha and it's not filled with Huskers, you're, you're, you're short-sighted and you're putting yourself, you know, in, in a boundary. So, yeah, uh, Lincoln, Omaha would be wonderful in that space. Uh, the process isn't easy because uh, you're retraining folks, but it also helps because 
in the skill positions, it's really easy. Up front, it's a little different because you've got to have guys who can drop. You've got to have different like different skill sets. Jay can tell you most most of the edge have to be combo linebackers, stand-up linebackers, guys who can get pressure and still drop at the same time. Nose tackles have to be legitimate nose tackles because they're the only run holder that you have, really. <laughs> linebackers in place have to get used to dropping, and it's extended drop, so it's not just a, that that seven. Sometimes you got to get back there with them little right. dudes. Um, <laughs> and it's a problem. So I've been in that space. Uh, also went that route with D.C. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's space for it here in Nebraska, whether it's a combination of Omaha and Lincoln. Um, Put or, the team in Gretna. No. <laughs> no, airport. that airport thing is a, is a real deal. Mm. Uh, with Arena League, it's a shorter roster. you got to be more particular, but people do not want to have to spend extra tra- travel time. You just don't have it. So – Jay, am yeah. I am I missing anything in that one? No, that's about it. I mean, I think Nebraska and Utah, the places like that, that uh, generally do well with any type of sports or, or places you want to be. Kansas City probably would do well. Um, you know, like I, you know, like one of the teams that was always really, really good and and, and drew, you know, had a big draw was Iowa Barnstormers. Mm-hmm. Then it went down. They dominated the league for a while, and then the Phoenix team, you know, or the Arizona team, or whatever you call it. Uh, did it so there's plenty of places they could do it they just got to be strategic about the the timing of the season and the stipulation on whether you know guys can go up and down from the nfl i would be if instead of 16 and just arena one i would take a little bit of the european soccer model play up play down play up play down the top four are guaranteed and maybe or maybe just the bottom two and the top two and that that that's where it would co- create some competitiveness, and you could even do two differently. You could there's different ways you could go about it. I think 16 might be a little bit too much because then you'd be like, well, okay, well, who am I watching tonight? There's eight games on. Mm-hmm. I think like less would be somewhat more. Well, the pitch was to tie each each organization to an NFL organization for skill position and 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 farming. Yeah, rocking well, on. I mean, then if that's the case, then yeah, sure. Then you need 16. I was just thinking about how to the you know there was a, a point in time that the arena. So is it wait real quick real quick Jay I just 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 hit me is this something that they're throwing out kind of similar to where the 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 highlight of seven on seven is getting so. Oh, I'm so sure it has. I'm sure. I'm is, sure it has. It really has. Much? I'm sure there has some ties to it. I mean, because you know there there was a there was a time and there's a time that. The arena football, it wasn't going to take over the NFL, but it was extremely popular. Because remember Bon Jovi? Uh, or he John Philly. It, yeah, he yeah, it was a Philly, John, New Jersey. Name John Bon Jovi. Uh-huh. Okay, John Bon Jovi brought uh-huh. Philly. Uh-huh. Then remember they were on like NBC. On, yeah, they were on Saturday nights, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they yeah. were hype games. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And they were seeing Orlando yeah. play. I was like, whoa. This and they is, would have back to back games, you mm-hmm. know, so playoffs and stuff like that. Like that. And then I don't know what happened. And then also, let's not forget, just a little bit ago before, or I think right after the NFL kind of did the fictitious, you know, $900 million or billion mm-hmm. dollars into the concussion thing, mm-hmm. that's when you start to see, a, you started to see a lot more seven-on-seven on, seven on ESPN mm-hmm. and seven-on-seven seven leagues. And they were talking about that possibly could be really, really take off in the future. So I think it's a combination of things. But ultimately, as you've seen with the NFL increasing the salary cap, uh, you know, it's always best to try to play nice with them. Now, the competition is a little bit thicker out there, but I think Arena has a special niche that the XFL doesn't have because it's Arena. And it's more established for – well, 
if you go all the way back, arena has a longer history than the XFL the, or the, the USFL. The best part about it that's undersold, and I always told the league that they were missing the boat on, on, on the exposure. One, the, the proximity of fans. Because if you're talking about 10,000 fans rather than 50,000 fans, right. the controllables were in play from a business standpoint. Plus, the weather was never an issue. Oh, the yeah. weather was never an issue. So if you put it in places where people could just – they could play, game plan. They could tailgate. You, you're going to be inside, so you don't have to worry about. Yeah, you could tell. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is when you're in those smaller towns, potentially, you know, say like uh, if you're, say there's an arena close to Philadelphia or New Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, you can fill those pretty easy, you know, because mm-hmm. because then you're getting the surrounding areas, and then it, it's generally more cost effective too. So instead of spending seven hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars to take a family of four to an NFL game and you're sitting up in the third level, you could be just right down there for probably 200 bucks, 200 bucks. We set, we had a hundred dollar nights where we allowed people to buy up tickets for that value for a family of four. And it sold it out. Like it sold it out. Then we oh, were just one, doing, so, so $25 a ticket basically. Well, because what we wanted to, to start to see one, we wanted the investment, right? So yeah. understanding that you could get 11,000 people, to drop their cash pretty quickly, took away that business energy you had to spend on getting tickets sold. Yeah. Then it was just mm-hmm. sponsorships because you're selling to a full house, which matters. That return on investment yeah. was important. So to be able to do that, yeah. And then you you held like there were always those seats in the end zone oh, sure, where yeah. we had our fan zone, we you know where the crazies were in, and you kept those as general. Wait, admission. fans in a spot that matters. You're right, fan, Yeah, that part. Whoa. Right, that part. Plus, we had a band. We had like we had it, like we went full on. So yeah, uh, how they do business is important, but the fact that you're choosing to do business in a place with that community, like yeah. put their people, let their fans be local heroes. Because right, then yeah, people I mean, support they it. can really do, you know, it could be, you know, so, I mean, it's no different than playing in Canada. I mean, sometimes, you know, you know, some, you know, like uh, Sam, like Khalid Alamine, right? He played, he went to, you know, won a uh, national championship at UConn, second round pick, you know, a little hard headed, as you know, Strick. I don't know if he was, he was in the NBA, you know, right? Khalid, yeah, if you know him, there. he was hard headed, he was rock headed, and more than anything, stubborn. But oddly enough, he goes and plays over in Europe in, in, in that one of the highest leagues in Israel. Had a great professional career. And so yeah. what I'm saying is if you, you know, the analogy is the same thing with the Arena Football League or Canada or the USFL or the XFL. If you if these things can get off and get rolling, I know that Phoenix team, those guys were down. First of all, was it, uh, I forget what the Phoenix team or the Arizona team was. They were more popular than the Cardinals. They were no, no, dead serious. <laughs> I, I believe they, it. Just they, funny to think about. No, when you, like, when I was training down in Phoenix, like, they were – the guys that were more respected, you know, around the city because they were winning, and the Cardinals were horrible. And, and they, do, I mean, that part they, of it, they, Jay, they were called the Rattlers. Rattlers, Jay. yeah, they were called the Rattlers. Yeah, yeah great logo, great, right. great merch, sell, great, great atmosphere, um, autograph signing, full yeah. autograph signings. I remember being in the building, full autograph signings for literally as long until the last fan. Yeah, wow. stipulation for it. <laughs> And you know where all their all their fans went to the Coyotes mm-hmm. and the Diamondbacks. Yep, yep. We went from from seven thousand seats to fifteen, and it worked because they still sold out, but it lost some of the charm. So that's a, that's you figure out where you're going to play matters. It does. It's huge. It matters. Yeah, and the atmosphere and, and all the. So things. if you're in Omaha, would you do it at Baxter? 
as opposed to uh, what's it? What's the capacity? Eighty three hundred. Baxter's about eighty five hundred. Baxter was and, and, yeah, yeah. That that one because then people will go and get the tickets because because they know they just can't walk up. Well, the thing is that Baxter, the people know where they already they already go there, so yeah. they know how to get there. You can draw. I think that with the arena league and all that stuff, or any league, what goes on outside of the arena is is just full as circus. Sarban's popping. Full now. circus, man. It's gotta be. It's gotta be an atmosphere. Yeah. And then once the then if you get the good product on it, then you got then you got a pretty much a ready made product. It's actually sometimes more sellable than ones that are actually more expensive because you you know I'm sure a company can really actually see the return on investment. And and we and Utah we had Utah Utes we had BYU Cougars yeah you got to have yeah. local talent yeah, yeah we, you can't you you can't have like one Nebraska player you yeah, to, yeah then no. you ain't gonna get nobody there well think about it I mean you know you can bring back the folks who were popular and let or, them extend I mean, careers yeah sometimes you know you go to the NFL you get cut and here comes the next crop of guys and COVID you know I mean you got plenty of guys that get got tread on the tires. That's the old school crew, DP and Jay, wrapping us up here on the block. I saw Kenny Wilhelm walking around outside. He's with us again today. Yes, on sir. Old school. Yes, sir. Anything else coming up? Got a little surprise. We're gonna open with a surprise. Uh, we got a surprise. My favorite thing. Jay Foreman. Right, Jay Foreman. No Why Forman. you up there rubbing your hand? You look so devious. Look at you, man. Uh, Damn. You can look at. De- yeah, you look devious. Look yeah, at. Hey, you. hey, Jay. Uh, look at Nick's face. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> hey, hey, this might be the shortest time I'm here. I don't like surprises. Hey, Strick, I'm out. Oh well, there goes Jay, and there we go. That'll do it for on the block. Don't go anywhere. We got a full old school for you after this.